I guess we are live. It's been a while since I've been here. Good I'll have morning. to get back into the swing of things. Good morning, everyone. You have Logan. I was first. I was in Britain. <laughs> <laughs> Lori. In Britain. Apparently, I forget my own name. <laughs> it has been a while, I guess. Um, so we're going to talk today a little bit about grinding coffee. Um, it's very, very important for a good cup of coffee for it to be ground correctly. I know we touched on like um, some different kind of grinders um, previously, but we will um, go into a little more in depth. So sorry if we're like you uh, saying the same things again. But first of all, grind. So the grind size is just how big or small it is. So coarse you can think of as big and fine and extra fine are small. Um, so I thought it was interesting, like an, the extra fine, they said it's like powdered sugar. Mm -hmm. So if you can imagine powdered sugar, that's extra fine. That's what you should expect. And then a fine is like sugar, like regular table sugar. So, um, I thought that was really interesting. But the reason that grind is so important is because it determines how fast and how much contact the water has with the coffee. So I thought it was interesting. You're essentially turning water into brown water coffee. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> like scientifically, the way we measure this is uh, you can actually take a cup of coffee and measure the total dissolved solids in a cup of coffee. So there is an optimal range, but that equipment is really expensive and I don't expect you to have that at home. So there is a pretty good way to easily tell whether you're doing things right. So if at home you have a regular coffee maker, um, if you're grinding your coffee fine, which is more like sugar, it should take between three and four minutes to brew. If you're grinding it like at a medium, um, it's gonna take like five to six minutes. And if you're grinding it coarse, it should take seven to eight minutes. So if you're grinding your coffee a certain way and you're seeing a time that's either too short or too long, you can go ahead and adjust your grind a little bit and get within that range and that'll make it a lot better for you. So, and I think it's, I mean, I th it's really simplistic, but the way that we teach it is, you know, to think of it as, you know, if you've got coarser grinds, bigger balls of coffee in your thing Manual. you know yeah. then it's going it's going to go through pretty quickly because mm -hmm. uh, you know obviously if you had a, a cup full of bouncy balls it's going to go through that a lot quicker than sand so I always try to visualize that in my head like if you're going fine you're trying to get it through sand so obviously it's going to be slower but it's going to extract more of the coffee where if it's coarser it's going through bouncy balls. Well, and yeah. the reason we're talking Very about scientific. grinding coffee in the first place is that we really recommend that you grind your coffee at home. It's yeah. going to give you the freshest cup of coffee. Um, they have many, many grinders available on the market. Um, we're going to go through a couple different types, but if you want a great cup of coffee, you should be grinding your own coffee. You, yeah, because again, oxygen is what um, destroys the flavor of coffee. So if you could imagine... I mean, if it's if it's a whole bean, then it can only get to the the outside area, 
to degrade the flavor. And the minute you grind it, it can get all that surface area. And it can just destroy the flavor so much quicker. So the optimal cup of coffee is if you grind it right before. Yeah. And the SCA recommends that you don't let ground coffee sit for like two minutes. It starts degrading after two minutes. So you really want to grind your coffee and then immediately brew it. You don't want to like grind it the a night timer. before yeah. <laughs> and then let it sit overnight. We don't overnight. want to grind it for a couple, a week or, you know. Yeah. Even for a day, like really, sitting outside. And, you know, even with chips or whatever that gets stale, especially yeah. in the humid weather, you don't want to be doing that to coffee. Obviously, always keep it protected, airtight container, um, you a know, in a ambient darker ambient. Well, that's so when we package ground coffee, we have to package it fairly quickly and we pack it it into um, bags that don't let any additional air into the bag. Yep, there's a one-way valve so that the, what comes out of carbon? Uh, CO2. So when coffee is ground, it releases a bunch of CO2, and we actually use that and nitrogen in our packaging to flush out all of the oxygen in our bags. So if you see a puffy bag, that's actually a really good thing because it means it has CO2 It means you're really fresh. It's really fresh. Yep. So... Um, we try not to make too many puffy bags, but sometimes it's not like canned products where it's bad. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Where it's yeah, got it's actually really or whatever. Good it's thing. actually I've actually fresh. heard that about lettuce and produce at the grocery store too. That the puffy bags are actually more fresh than the deflated bags. Really? Oh, that's interesting. Because they haven't released all the gases out of the bag yet. Okay, that's really interesting. So you want to tell us a little bit? We're gonna go. You know, obviously, burr and yeah so why don't you hit one on the keyboard right there oh you've got a presentation uh, the other one i feel so this fancy one? Yeah. no no this yeah one. that one right there mm. so this is a grinder you guys have all probably seen before um it's called a blade grinder it just kind of whips around a blade <laughs> it <chops them> up. <laughs> and smashes the beans so i know these are cheap they're only like 30 bucks but i've seen them for like, like 10, 10 or 15 yeah please yeah. please just spend a little Morning, bit more Regan. and get something that is not Morning. this because it's not going to give you a consistent grind oh, and it's going to be really hard there. to dial in your cup of coffee when you just you have zero control over how fine or coarse it is well, and it's if like it's taking a weed whacker to your yard <laughs> yeah yeah it's uh it's, it's, I mean, it's, it ends up a little uneven, a little and crazy. And then it's not only that it's chopping it up, but it's creating a lot of friction and heat, yeah. which isn't great for coffee either. Yeah, it helps it oxidize heat and static faster. Don't, so. aren't, aren't great elements for coffee. I mean, if this is your only option, it'll do, but it's not a great option. Yeah. So. And, and, I mean, if you're just buying it cheap for whatever, but you're really, I mean, the really sad thing is you're buying really nice, good coffee if you're buying it from us, and then to grind it in such a half-hazard yeah. way. I would rather way. I would rather you see see you buy ground coffee and keep it in an airtight Beautiful. container than yeah. use one of these. Pre-ground would be better, because at least so, we're grinding yeah. it on our big yeah. grinders. Uh, go ahead and hit four. And so, you should have a cold coffee this afternoon. We've got, I actually bought, well, no one's watching. I bought ice cream for everybody for this afternoon here at work because it's supposed to be Well, and we have 100 degrees. little ice machine now so we can make our cold We're coffee so fancy. in the office. <laughs> so fancy. So this is going to be the other type of grinder. Um, this is going to be a flat burr grinder. I don't know if you guys can see that very well, but there's actually all these knife edges. And then two of these plates 
will get pushed together and the beans will get pushed in between them and it cuts them instead of just whipping them around. Um, so this is a good solution. We use these a lot um, in our warehouse even. This is an industrial sized one obviously, but they're really consistent and they don't build up a ton of heat. Um, they still build up a little bit of heat. Um, but this is a really good solution. So you can buy flat burr grinders for your house and they're a little more expensive than the blade grinders, but they're not like they, super expensive. No, they've honestly, we have some listed on our website, so go check them out. But they're pretty affordable now when you're considering looking at grinders. It's usually only like 10 or $15 more than a yep. blade grinder. Yep, but these do wear out, so you do have to change them. Um, but it's really not a big deal. And this is as cheap as I would go with something for your house. Yes, Crystal, you can come to work with us. <laughs> <laughs> and have all the coffee you can drink, Crystal. That's good. So go ahead and hit two for me. But I'll see you in a couple weeks. So <clears throat> here's a picture. Um, it shows you kind of the trap, the path of the beans for a flat burr grinder and a conical burr. I'm impressed, burr. Logan. I feel like I'm going back to school. <laughs> this is, you didn't do this in school. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. Um, so the higher end grinders that you can buy for your home are gonna be conical burr. Um, that's not something we use in the industry, but for like espresso, we use them in stores. And then for at your home, this is the best way to grind coffee is with a conical burr. Yeah, how much are our espresso machines in the stores though? 600 or 1200 the machine the espresso grinders oh they're like i don't know 600 yeah, they're, like, they're really they're very expensive so conical burrs are going to create less heat because it's not using pressure to force the bean in and out it's just slowly cutting it as it uses gravity to bring it down through so this is going to create the least heat and it's going to be super consistent which is what we definitely want to see um, conical burrs can be pretty expensive for your house. We have some cheaper ones that I think are like a hundred yeah, and twenty I mean, bucks or something. Which, honestly, but they're great for home bad. use. I mean, because for commercial use, obviously you need a whole different grade. Yeah. Because you're continually grinding. I mean, hundreds of pounds of coffee. Yeah. So we have some that are pretty inexpensive, but I mean, I really like a brand called Barazza. Um, those are about two hundred and eighty bucks for their cheapest one. So if you want to get bougie. I highly recommend Barazza. We actually, our, I mean, our coffee grinder here is huge. Like, it's, what, 15 feet tall or something? Yeah. And it's um, water-cooled. It's probably Yeah. It's water-cooled. Go ahead and hit three for me. Oh, do you have ours? <laughs> yeah, so basically the way <laughs> we Arthur. grind all of our coffee in the coffee industry is basically giant drums. They're about five feet long, and they're full of spiraled knife blades. So the coffee gets pushed in between the top two rollers and it brings it down to a certain size and then the bottom two rollers bring it down even smaller and that way we're exactly consistent like all of our coffee is going to be pretty much the same size um and it since it's water cooled in those drums water runs through them so it's cool it like gets it down to 50 degrees even if it's 90 out so yeah it's pretty crazy we do not want to roast the coffee any more than it has already been roasted so it's really important to keep those cool we also um we have sets of screens and that's how we calibrate the grinders because the grinders do need to be calibrated um so we have to go make sure that the grind 
level we expect is fitting in the correct screen. Yep. Because they do wear it out over time, yep. and then we they're very costly to replace. But um, I think we have to replace them this year. Next year. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, real expensive. Every three <laughs> years they have to get replaced. But we like to stay on that so that it, the because coffee is good for you. it's very important, yep. absolutely. Um, I thought this was interesting. I never thought about this. You can go to the um, Oh, is there a fourth one? No, it was just removing um, That the grind consistency is so important. You know, it's compared to something like table salt. Well, you know, if you add and dissolve salt in a glass of water, it's just salt. Mm -hmm. But coffee is so much more complex. Well, well coffee is so much yeah. more complex that it's so different. And it's even more important because all of the tastes are extracted at different rates, you yeah. know. And um, well, see, if it's if over under constructed, you'll know. The the grind of salt is actually very important when you're baking. But still, when you grind it, it's still salt. Bread. Like, it's one compound. It's yeah. the salt flavor going down, which coffee is even more complex, right. which I never thought about it. Because it's not just one taste. It's yeah. all these tastes and flavors that you're trying to appropriate Extract through. And that's why if you do use a burn, you get a bigger chunk of some flavor. You're going to change the flavor profiles profoundly yeah. Yeah. by doing that. So I thought that was, I hadn't really yeah. thought about that contrasted to something that's a simple compound. Yeah. Super important that you get the right salt, but it's still, well, you're doing salt not, not really though. Like when you're baking bread, it's really important that you use coarse salt because you don't want necessarily the whole bread to be salty. Mm -hmm. You want like little pockets, yeah. you know, yeah. like, so it just, it matters how it cooks into it. It's kind of different. But it's still a single yeah. taste you're profile not to where you're not so doing all these oil compounds. And so yeah, and it's not oil. like a volatile organic substance like yeah. coffee is. It's like as soon as you grind it, as soon as you roast it, there's already compounds that are coming off of it and are you're losing them. Yeah. So you really want to get to it as quickly as possible. And that happens faster after it's ground. And then acidity versus... Um, yeah, so you know. a, another good way to tell, like, if you're over or under extracting coffee with your grind um, is just by the taste. Mm -hmm. So if your coffee tastes, like, acidic and salty and you can feel it, like, in the back of your it's mouth. Like that hit, yeah. Yeah, that's probably under extracted, so you need to make your coffee a little finer or you need to add more coffee. Um, if it's, like, all in the front and it's really bitter, that's going to be over extracted um, and you can just grind it a little coarser or use less and that should help you with your issue and so that could be why i mean some people get our coffee for years and years and years and they're like it tastes different it tastes different and we taste it sometimes and we're like no it, it i mean it tastes the same i mean obviously coffee's going to taste a little bit different depending on yeah crops season and to stuff. season but yeah. if you're if you're grind if you're grinding it yourself yeah. And your burrs are going back. You're going to get a different cup of coffee. Yeah. So you do need to, you know, make sure that you're, you've got sharp yeah. burrs or For blades. those mouth flavors, if you're um, having a hard time telling what they are with coffee, tea is a really good, like, kind of over-dramatized way to get those. Like, pull the bag early, and you'll be able to feel that acid on your mouth or mm. let it sit for a long time. And then when you go drink the coffee, you'll be able to tell a little bit stronger um what you're looking for so reagan you personally will not be able to sharpen the blades or regan yes <laughs> it's regan oh, uh, yes. you cannot sharpen the blades personally but a lot of the home grinders you can buy replacement blades yeah. for pretty cheap like super cheap um another good way to keep them sharp longer is because coffee has so much oil in it 
you got to take apart the grinder, like take the top off and just clean out the burrs with the toothbrush and get all the oils off. Yeah. Um, like That's even we, we don't sharpen our own blades. Like we have to buy new ones and send them back to get them resharpened. Cause it's just, the geometry is very specific. And if you mess it up at all, it's going to make your motor work harder and then you're going to blow out your grinder. So. And I think it's really important, though, because we talk about grinding and how important it is. And let's not miss water. If you have bad water, you will never get good coffee. I yeah. mean, you need to have good water to get good coffee. It's the core component of it. Do you it. recommend using, like, filtered water? Or what kind of water do you recommend using? Um, so if you... <clears throat> It's really hard to say because there's a lot of coffee shops nowadays that actually uh, filter out everything and then put certain minerals at certain percentages back into the water because it enhances taste. Um, if you can't be sure about your water and what's in it, I would start with like distilled water and try that um, and compare it to what you're getting out of your sink or through a filter and just see what you like better. But okay. you don't really want to filter everything. Most no, you don't want to okay. filter everything. I mean, if you drink your water and it, ugh, I, I'm so picky about water. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a really hard if it's got question. Got iron to or stuff in it. Yeah. But if you don't, I mean, everybody should know the quality of their water pretty yeah. much. So, how do you feel about coffee machines that have the grinders built into the top? That grind it like every day in the morning. Yeah. Um. So. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they can be fine, but typically uh, those type of machines, they're going to cut costs somewhere, obviously, and that's usually going to be in the grinder part. Um, and then like the mechanics of everything, it's going to be really hard to fix by yourself. So I'd honestly recommend like Bun makes really great brewers that don't have grinders built in. And then getting a grinder separate. Some of them are decent though, but they are costly. I mean, yeah. you're, you're talking right. at least four or five hundred dollars. Yeah, and for um, that price, for a decent one. You could get the best Barazza grinder they have, which is my favorite brand, and then a bun where you can control the temperature of the water, and that's only going to be like three hundred and eighty dollars. Okay. So at that point, well, and if you're, you know parts go bad inside the grinder you yeah. might be replacing the whole machine yeah you're gonna be replacing the whole machine they don't really it's kind of it's an automatic thing like it's when it's gone yeah. it's gone but yeah. i think it's really important too to say that you because we talked about the bitterness and whatever if you're taking a kenyan or a very acidic coffee you're not going to be able to grind your way into a different oh, taste yeah. profile no. No. do you know what i mean i mean coffees have specific taste profiles and you want to enhance that taste profile but it's not going to you, you can't grind your way into a different taste profile. Yeah. Oh, I mean, you could. It would just be a very bad one. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not what the coffee's yeah. intended to do. Yeah. But. Um, I mean, really just look at the time. Like the time guides I said at the beginning of this video. Um, if you're, like, if it's taken 10 minutes to brew, there's obviously something going on. And if it's taken two minutes... There's something going on, so. If you have any questions, too, feel free to email us. Um, Logan mm. might be able to give us some insight into what's going on. Yeah, if you coffee. email our customer support, I get questions pretty much every morning <laughs> from Janelle. <laughs> so I can definitely help you figure some stuff out. Yeah. So I hope that um, helped you um, understand how grind, how important it is, and how it affects your coffee. 
Um, thank you for the slideshow. That was yeah, unexpected was and really nice. <laughs> An overachiever right here, I feel like. I had my notes. <laughs> Honestly, it was just easier than taking apart five grinders. <laughs> the different grinders. <laughs> um, and anything anything on the home front that we're... I know Mackinac Island Fudge is going to be live really soon, right? Yeah, he's putting labels on it right now. So, so it I should will be get it done. live so today. So yeah. Mackinac Island Fudge 12 ounce will be live today. Live today. Yeah, whole bean and ground. Yeah. That's exciting. So all the grinds for us. Yeah. And yeah. Logan yeah. and I actually are going to Wisconsin tomorrow to look at new K-cup machines. So we're really excited... Um, because I'm going to tell you, I mean, I, the, the single servings, the whole revolution, it was very interesting, um, to see just, I I thought that environmentally people would go away from that, but the convenience factor is so high and really the waste factor is so much less if you can make a single cup. I mean, really, you guys are just buying so many. You guys are buying so many. We can't even keep up. we can't keep up. We can't keep up. So we're actually looking at new machines that have some really cool features on them. Like um, they squeeze the coffee to make sure that the lid seals. So it actually has um, a thing that pokes the filter and measures the resistance to make sure the filter will never leak. And then it squeezes the cup after it's sealed. That way you guys will hopefully never get a bad cup again. I know it happens sometimes, but... Yeah, we're, so luckily we're not making in a sure while. that we're getting. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're making sure that we get this machine. We're getting a. We're going to get an really excellent machine that. because um, I think it's like up to almost forty percent of sales are single well, servings. And continuing to flavor each cup individually to make yes. sure that you have a perfect cup of coffee every That's time. Very important. Yep. 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 So we're still going to stick with the same flavoring method. We'll just be able to do multiple flavors at once and Absolutely. do a bunch of cool stuff. And we'll be able to do um, more limited run flavors yeah. too mm-hmm. so it's going to give us some flexibility in that so we're, we're really excited about the yeah we should be able to do really small runs of specific flavors and who knows yeah. maybe and it'll lead we're on a single exciting. lane right now that's kind of clunky yeah. Kim who runs it is an angel she's <laughs> yeah. it's wonderful. the most frustrating machine <laughs> on the planet we ran it one day and the next day I gave her a raise <laughs> Yeah, literally right after the first so day, I'm like stomping away from it. She's like, "What's wrong?" I'm like, "It just won't work." Yeah. Uh, so, um, so we're looking at possibly a four lane machine. So that will be really exciting. And the lids are done a little bit differently. So hopefully, like I know we're out of Michigan Cherry Decaf. Yeah. Currently, it just takes us so long. There's only one provider that can get the lids the way that we need them for that machine. So it will help our our n- n- nimble nimbleness. Yeah, yeah, and the lids, I don't know if you guys, if you buy K-Cups anywhere else, but they're more of like the foil-looking ones. Yeah. I think we'll be switching to more of that style soon when we get a new machine. That's exciting. I really like those. Yeah, they seal a little bit better. I like them. And then, who knows what the future could bring. That machine could do anything, so... Yeah, we could have, could you imagine, I mean, this is my hope someday, is like to give your mom K-cups with her picture on them or something. Oh my gosh, (laughs) of course, that's your goal. (laughs) No, I actually. Mimi's blend or something. I genuinely think that's in the works. I think so. yeah, that is in the works possibly. How fun would that be? They have big dreams. Um, (laughs) And Brittany has to execute it. (laughs) She's like, no. Yeah, I'm putting it in the universe. (laughs) But. 
Um, no, it's exciting, especially where, where, I mean, we're a pretty small company, so to be able to invest in a big piece of equipment is a yeah, huge a big thing, thing for us. us, and it's really exciting. It um, really, from all your support, especially through COVID, yeah. you know, I'm continuing to buy coffee, we really do appreciate, because it is, lets us be able to invest, to, you know, with the supply chain issues, just to really invest in something that will make it so much easier for us and to make sure that you guys, you know, can have all the flavors that you want. Cause we love giving you guys variety. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the one lane machine makes that a little harder though. <laughs> so it does. Yeah. it does, but I love that, that we just, you know, pip it the flavor in every single cup. I mean, that has improved. I think the, the, um, consistency yeah. across the board so much. Yep. So we appreciate you. We Thanks appreciate for you tuning very much. in. Thank you very much. Hope you learned something today and have a wonderful day and stay cool.